Minefields, Colorado Springs Wrestling, Achilles, The Luchador. Hey brother, welcome to Minefields. This is Joshua Michael, this is Tom. We got Achilles sitting with us running hot. Yo, yo. How's it going, brother? Pretty good, pretty good, man. Happy to be here. Yeah, Great thanks, to have you. Yeah, thanks for the time, man. We're sorry about the techn technical difficulties from yesterday, but glad to meet up with you. Uh, got a lot of yeah, questions for you. Me. We want to run into what you think about any wrestling, that sort of thing, but let's let's tell us who you are. Hey, everybody, uh, from, from, what you, uh, from what you guys seen, uh, obviously an independent pro wrestler here in the state of Colorado. Um, I got my, uh, my start here in Colorado. Um, a little bit more about myself, been a fan of the sport my whole life, um, and it was one of those things that I had the opportunity to, to go ahead and practice, and next thing you know, I'm debuting, here we are. How long have you been wrestling? Uh, this is actually my second year. How'd you get your start? I got my start uh, back in 2012. I actually started practicing with uh, with a company known as uh, New Era Wrestling. Shout out to New Era. Um... I started out with them, and uh, for some reason, I couldn't get past my own ego, and I and I left. And um, I found some other guys that were more in uh, more oriented toward lucha, and I'm like, you know what? I want to get into that. You know, what I mean, I'm I'm Hispanic by descent. You know, what I mean, it's part of my culture anyway. So let's go ahead and jump uh, jump to that. And I started. Um, as 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 something just to do, and then next thing you know, I get a mask, I get a name, and <laughs> what'd you pick the mask? Awesome. Um, actually, I if if uh, if we're going that route, it was actually the name and the mask were given to me in a traditional way, you know, um, kind of like uh, kind of like Japanese wrestling. You have your senpais and your young boys and stuff like that. Um, I was a new young boy. Um, I had just debuted without my mask, mind you. So. <laughs> so you guys are seeing me without my mask here at the, uh, at the, on the set, but um, but still kayfabe. Don't worry, still still okay. kayfabe, still kayfabe. We're keeping. <laughs> and um, yeah, so my my uh, my so to speak senpai gave me my name and my mask, and we ran with it after uh, not really getting over with the crowd without the uh, without the mask. And so we worked some things. We took me off the program, and uh, I got my mask traditionally. How did uh, how did you respond as a wrestler? Stemming from being a young boy to mass luchadora, um, did it did it affect your persona? Did it in any way change your wrestling style? Oh yeah, it did. It did. Because mm -hmm. um, opposed to uh, opposed to the American style, we take a lot of bumps. We hit we hit a little harder. With lucha, it's a lot more preserving yourself. There's a reason why guys like. Uh, Hooventude. Uh, or, or in the words of Chris Jericho back in 97, Juventude. <laughs> <laughs> I love when he gives him shit, man. I love when uh, he gives him shit, man. Because those uh, yeah. guys are boys, man. I love it. You, you know, know what I'm saying? So there's, re uh, there's reasons why you got guys like El Hijo del Santo, uh, Blue Demon Jr., Juventude, Chavo, all these guys lasting so long within the, within a career uh, in a career field that you really don't tend to last that long. Because uh, the style is more protecting themselves and protecting your partner in the ring. You get what I'm saying? So awesome. it took a lot of of getting used to rolling instead of bumping and and stuff like that. It took it, to say to say the least. It took me a while. Yeah, because really they did. they really just got to stand there and just go as a pole, right? You wrap around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things that um, the better your base is, the better your moves are gonna look. The more crispy your moves are gonna look. It's timing and base more so with Lucha. You get what I'm saying? But but back to the mask. How did it how did it change you as a as a as a wrestler? I mean, like you, you oh, start wow. out with because man, I've done I've been in a bunch of different bands. I've known how when when we're wearing different makeup, different masks, like it, it changes like your it like does. Hell, when I had a mohawk, it changes my it it it, it made me me. It changes <laughs> your demeanor. It kind it kind of it kind it kind of makes you and uh, exactly that it uh, it helped me all around performance wise. Um, and I think it, 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 it gave me something to look forward to within my career. Um, yeah, I'm a luchador, but I'm not the typical luchador. I barely speak Spanish. My moveset isn't a traditional luchador's moveset. 
So you're third generation, just like me. None of us speak Spanish. We, <laughs> uh, third, third generation, we're like I moved to Albuquerque, and it, like all my all my best friends were, were Mexican, just like me. But none of us spoke Spanish. None of us spoke Spanish because all, all, none of us none of us spoke Spanish. We all got uh, we, did, we did we did the cheech thing. You know, we all yeah. went to we went to uh, high school Spanish and got a B. And but none of us uh, did better than me. I went to high school Spanish, got a C plus. <laughs> yeah, it was like oh, my my parents only spoke it to talk to in front you. of me. Yeah, to yell, yeah, yeah, talk to in front of me. So, like, um, what we were talking about. Uh, F off, ma, for not teaching me Spanish. <laughs> Thank God she's not around. But um, but yeah, uh, with regards to the mask, it really it really helped me grasp the concept of the basics, like character development. Who's my character? Why? What's the backstory of my character? You get what I'm saying? It helped me create those things because there's a mask, and then there's the man behind the mask. So it helped me create a backstory for myself. It, it helped me create um, yeah, better content. For, for 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 the casual fan to help make them into a hardcore fan. Well, tell us about your character. Like, uh, where's he from? What's he do? What's he think? What's what does he feel? As as you learn in wrestling, a lot of the character, a lot of the best characters are just extensions of the person. So all Achilles is is an extensive extension of myself. Up to eleven. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, turned up to eleven. You get what I'm saying? And um, from Boston, Mass. Uh, proud to be Puerto Rican. Y'all know the theme music. Big pun. One hundred percent. Always. <laughs> Um, and, uh, the backstory of Achilles is a cat that, that it's second chances. So I'm all I'm over here. I'm over here fighting for the second chance that the actual Achilles didn't get, like the Achilles heel and stuff like that. So I'm giving a name and I get the name. I get it all. Oh, so, well, so what happens if somebody puts you in an ankle lock, you're done. I'm like, no, <laughs> this is the second coming of Achilles. Yeah, ironically enough. My bad leg is the leg that I use for my super kick, and you guys have seen me push people away with, with oh, that yeah. super yeah. kick. Yeah. So kind of a nod to uh, the Achilles heel and and, and, <laughs> and super kicking that whole thing in, in, in its mouth. <laughs> I tell him all the time, man, he's like, how's your day? Because we work together. I'm like, yeah. dude, I just want to fucking super kick everything right now. Right, right. <laughs> like, I, I, like, I just want to just walk around and super kick literally everything I see. Right. Walls, people, anything that like in the least bit encounters me, and... God, I just want to super kick someone right now. <laughs> and, and the thing is, it's, it's so easy to do. It's so, you know, it's so easy to do, but not a lot of people know how to do it. You get what I'm saying? It um, looks easy, but it's obviously right. complicated. You, you know can't I mean? just I like, kick someone in the face. Exactly. I like, to, I like to say that I have one of the better ones in the state, but, you know what I mean, that's that's me being a mark of my own work. You got, got what I'm saying? But um, if it. I were to name people that have great super kicks within the business, uh, Austin Logan, he has a great one. Um Gabriel Alexander has another good super kick. Uh, too many, too many other uh, the other guys to mention, but there's a lot of guys that that that, uh, that actually show me up on my finish. <laughs> well, well, let's go back to the beginning. Like, uh, how did you first get into wrestling? Like, when was when was the first memory you had watching wrestling? My first memory watching wrestling. I remember because uh, you said you're from Boston, but yeah. like, but you're Puerto Rican. Like, that's 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 something special. Like Puerto Ricans, like you got to be careful in Puerto Rico if you're wrestling. Like, because you can't yeah. just you know, like the kayfabe is, is strict, and not only that, you can't even get close to the to the crowd because you might get stabbed because exactly. they might hate you. I mean, if you like, don't believe me? Ask Bruiser Brody. Oh yeah, <laughs> too soon. <laughs> uh, apologies to the Brody, uh, to the Brody family, man. but um, yeah, um, my first memories and, and and I remember this vividly. I was like four or five years old. I, I I wasn't I wasn't anything older than that, four or five. And uh, my mother and my grandmother go out. And my grandfather's about to take a nap. And he puts on this video, and I shit you not, it's uh WrestleMania ten. Nice. Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon. <laughs> Beautiful. That's when back when VHS you had to rewind them. Yeah. So apparently my grandfather didn't rewind the tape. <laughs> and that's the match. That's the first match that I saw. That's awesome. WrestleMania 10, Razor versus Shawn. I was hooked. I was hooked. I, I remember the blue tights with the hearts on them. I remember <laughs> the green gear that Razor was using. Yeah. When you did know. you realize it was for you? Um, right then and there, or eventually, as a, as you grow older, I remember like when you were a kid, you're you're playing Jedi with your, your friends, you're beating the hell out of each other. Exactly. Every time you see a trampoline, it's a wrestling. It's ring. a wrestling ring. Yeah. Um, I want to say it was at that moment in time, but the clarity didn't hit me until I until I was in my twenties. You know what I mean? I'm in the military. What the hell? Getting out the military. What the hell am I gonna do? I'm not gonna smoke pot for the rest of my friggin' life. Air Force, uh, Army. Marines, Army, Army. Army. Yeah. I'm, I'm not smart enough for the other branches. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not smart enough to be in the Air Force, and I don't I don't like crayons to be in the Marines. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, um, after my military career was said and done, I was just wandering, you know, and 
bouncing around from my jobs here and there, you know, and, and not really knowing where I was going as a person. Next thing you know, I'm looking up wrestling on, on, on the internet, and, and mind you, I had left the business alone as a fan for about three years, three, four years. Everyone, everyone takes their breaks. It's, it's natural. Exactly, and it's one of those things that we don't have an off-season, so we have to take a small hiatus so we don't get burnt out on the product. Had most, it's like, and that's my issue with the WWE's product. It's not a bad product. No. Let's let's be one hundred percent real. We're marks and we're critical marks. Yeah. So that's why we expect so much from a company like like the E. You get what I'm saying? We expect so much from a company that has a budget as big as. No, we're good, brother. Well, thanks for sharing that with us, man. But seriously, what was going through your head when you took your first bump? Oh, my first bump, honestly, I'm, I boxed for so long, so I'm, I'm kind of prone to deal with pain. But um, that first bump was nothing. After going a couple hours of practicing, and then you're taking bumps and taking bumps and taking bumps. The first bump ain't much. But after a while, you know, that 15th, 16th bump, you know, it's taking your air away. You, you're finding it hard to breathe, but then again, you have to go ahead and take another bump. You know what I mean? It's it wasn't so much the first bump, but the the the, the cavalcade, <laughs> to say the least. The bumps is what what got me going. It's like, do I really want to do this? And um, yeah, that's I think that's that's the common answer. Like, do I really want to do this? <laughs> it's got to come down to that at some point. Exactly. Like, Nick do Hogan. I really want to do this? Like, and. And people don't realize how hard it is to take a bump. Because your body is not naturally... Yeah. You know, it's You're not accustomed naturally... Accustomed to running exactly, yeah. to, to hurt Exactly. To hurt itself. Right. You know what I mean? If anything, it's triggered to, to stay away from pain, to stay away from harm and all that good stuff. You know, I took a spill about three or four days ago just playing with my daughter onto a bed. I still can't walk normal, so I, I can't imagine. on top of a bed. Right, wow. right. That's said, add two-inch thick wood, plywood, and maybe an <laughs> inch of of padding on top. Yeah, because that doesn't, doesn't make it doesn't make it any comfier. I you believe know what I'm it. Saying? I believe there's no give to that. There's no trampoline in the middle like a lot of people there think really there is. is no right. big, there's no I, big I love it when people say it's like, oh, a ring's like a trampoline. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> if you want to call it that, let's call it that. Just like a floor. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, tell us more about the Colorado indie wrestling scene, man. Like, obviously, we've got Colorado Springs uh, wrestling. We've got Iron Iron Hills. We've got Rocky Mountain Pro. I mean, like. Uh, you know, Definitely. you guys actually sent me the overview of questions before the show, and this is one of the questions that I couldn't wait to answer. It's one of those things that I love it, and at the same time, it's a travesty that the state of Colorado is not considered a wrestling state. Uh, considering that there's like a show every week, that doesn't make any sense at all to me. Does you get it? what I'm saying? It's like it, it's not considered a wrestling state, which absolutely sucks. You got guys like Primos, you have Iron Hills, CSW, you have the new, uh, the newly erected RCW, you have RMP, Lucha Libre and Laugh, Lucha Libre and Laughs, Tammies, Hugos, Pikas. There's so many wrestling promotions within this state that this state should definitely, 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 definitely be considered um, in a wrestling state. So that said, the indie scene, we're on and popping. We're working for that title. Um, I know it's just me here, but I speak for every guy, every young kid, every young boy within the within the business. That that's our goal to make uh, to make Colorado be considered one of those key marquee wrestling states. Awesome. Where, have you, where have you traveled so far? Uh, I've been to Kentucky. I've been to uh, Utah. I'm going to Puerto Rico in July. So those are some of the key uh, key places that I've been. I'll be in Wyoming with Bad Boys of Wrestling soon. Uh, that'll be my first match in Wyoming. I've driven through Wyoming, but that'll be my first match in Wyoming. Um, I'm trying to get out to Future Stars of Wrestling out in Vegas. So I've been to a couple places, and I'm trying to go to a couple more. Do they still have Hollywood in L.A.? If uh, I'm not mistaken, yes. If yeah, I'm not mistaken. Like on the on the network, the last time, the, the most recent episode was a Jordan Run episode from like late 2018. I'm just wondering if like there was a hiccup in it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you said that they might not have renewed the contract with um, yeah, Rocky Mountain Pro yeah, on they, the GSN. They, 
Yeah, they, they might have not, uh, but I don't know. Right. Uh, that's that's hearsay. Um, I like to call that grown folk business. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If it doesn't concern me, it's grown folks business. Yeah. You know I like that and I said, shut the fuck up, you grown folks is talking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I think the scene out here is on and popping. I think uh, we have a lot more to offer than what most people think. And uh, if you don't believe me, just sit at one of these shows, man. You guys see it firsthand. You yeah, guys, man. you guys are gonna be there tomorrow. Yep. While I kick Damian Malice's ass. Nice. Nice. How you nice. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know we have an on and popping scene. We have a young bunch of homegrown upstarts that are ready to take this wrestling world by the balls and you know make this ours. Who are some of the uh, non-Colorado? Territories that you'd want to get over. I mean, like any, any anything in particular that stands out to you that uh, that you'd want to go to or people should look out for. Uh, yeah, obviously, obviously, Chaos Wrestling out in Fall River, Massachusetts. That's my home state. It used to be known as Yankee Pro. Um, it, they they actually work. They actually work in, uh, They they actually work alongside Killer Kowalski's wrestling school down in uh, down in Connecticut. That's awesome. Where are the wrestling schools here? Um, the guys from uh, uh, here in the Springs, the guys from Imperial, uh, Empowerment, uh, Vaughn Watson is one of the, the, the instructors. Jim Lucas is the, the other one. Jimbo. Of the yeah, that guy's Jimbo. a nice guy. That's a great thing. guy. Great guy. Granted, last show, he took everything I gave to him. I debuted the stun gun, and he took one of those. <laughs> Tough son of a bitch at the age that he is. 46 years old, making us young guns look like we're trash. He behaves awesome. himself on social media, too, man. It's one of the things that really bothered me when I first started adding all the anything. If you look like a local wrestler, I'd, I'd start adding you. Yeah. And then I started seeing some, like, okay, why are you saying this on, 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 on Facebook? We got rest, we've got uh, some wrestling drama. These guys, blankety-blank, just buried me for this. I'm like, dude, what are you even talking about? Like, how do you even... How would you justify saying this on social media, knowing what you know, even as a half-hearted wrestling fan, that this sort of talk is going to get you not booked? Yeah, blackballed, exiled. No um, one's going to want to work with you. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I know exactly who you're talking yeah. about. We're not going to mention his name. We're not going to mention names because those... They don't, they, don't, they don't deserve the energy of the guys that actually want to work and do this. Um... But even then, you, man, you, like you really can't—you really can't exempt yourself from from any from any negative repercussions after you open your mouth or or start using your, your Twitter fingers. But Jimbo Jimbo watches watches out for these people, man. He, he's like thoughts and prayers. He's like, hey, you need anything? I love the fact that this guy's one of the main bookers, and he's like paying attention to what people are doing and actually gives a goddamn about their personal life, how they're doing, how they can get to the show, at like. That, that's wonderful to me. Like, what a great way yeah, to, to really um, have such a, a heartbeat here in Colorado Springs. Yeah, uh, Jimbo. Jimbo's definitely the guy. All kayfabe aside, Jimbo's one of the guys that keeps us, you know, that keeps us grounded. You see his physique at 46. You know, that's something to look up to. Yeah. When you're that shredded and you're 46 years old, you know, <laughs> when you're 30 and you're 20 something, that gives you something to think about. Okay. Um, not only that, he's always. He's always willing to watch younger guys' matches to give that critique. Um, I know I'm one of the guys that's always up his ass asking him questions. Whether we're at a show or at a practice, this, that, and third. What sort of questions are you asking him? Um, things that, that'll, that'll probably help my, uh, that'll, that I can use to better my character. Things that I can use to better my moveset that'll, that'll cause you guys that watch the product to go, damn. You get what I'm saying? Definitely. One one of the one of my favorite moments was uh, two weeks ago when, because you posted those pictures that took of you, but yep. at the same time though, huh. I'm taking them and I'm like motherfuckers posing for me, and, and then I go back to our chair and he's like, tell me you fucking got that, and I'm like, oh I got that, <laughs> oh, God, yeah. saw that, and that was just gold. You, you tell me you gold. got it, and and he's like <laughs> like okay, you're getting bent in half. And you just see some Mark popping some shots for you. And who the hell is this guy? You didn't know this is going to end up on a website or anything like that. Of course. But, you, but man, you, you laid that out. It was like pop, 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 pop. Boom. And like, oh, you can fold it in half. You can think four ways from Sunday. Thank you. We got to talk to this guy. <laughs> at, the, at the end of the day, regardless of how big the ring is, whether it's 16 by 16, 18 by 18, or 20 by 20, it's still a fucking square. You only have four sides to go to, you know what I mean? If and if you so happen to be that lucky mark with a camera to catch that angle, yeah, I'm there for you. You know what I mean? My because 
You're supposed to sell to the crowd. Oh, yeah. You're supposed to sell to the crowd. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, if you guys are the lucky guys with cameras right up front and it's that pose that you need, no, no, it's no. there for that exact that awesome. friggin' reason. It was awesome. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And and all of us performers do it. You know, we love the clout as as anybody, as much as anybody says no, they're full of shit because uh, everybody loves a compliment. Oh, yeah. Uh, everybody loves a compliment. Now, uh, are you familiar with Henry Rollins? You ever heard of that that name? Yeah. Uh, punk rocker? Yep. Now, uh, back when he was uh, performing with Black Flag back in the in the 80s, like he was just... Fun fact, Seth Rollins got his last name for yeah. Henry Oh, yeah. Rollins. Oh, yeah. Uh, Rollins was uh, with one of his first shows. There was like eight people in the crowd, and he was just pissed off. He was half-assing it, and the guitarist grabbed him and said, it doesn't matter that there's eight people here. They paid their fucking money. You've got a contract. It doesn't matter if there's a thousand people or one person here. You better fucking show exactly. up. And that's one of one of the things I loved about the the bar the, the bar wrestling here was like it, there, there's what 50, 60 people there like max. I mean that's the only can really get in the in the building. But you guys perform as if there's a thousand people there. Doesn't man. matter. Um, and to answer that, to answer that, and to retort to Mr. Randall Keith Orton, <laughs> I'm proud to perform in front of you guys in whatever venue, whether it be a bar whether it be a, a event center, whether it be a daycare, a high school gymnasium, I don't care where I'm at. As long as I can put my tights on, I got my mask on, I'm happy. In regards to Mr. Randall Keith Orton, he can eat a big fat dick. First off, I don't like First of all, I don't like military deserters. Second off, his dumbass dad, dumbass cowboy Bob Orton ruined it for uh, Rowdy Rowdy Piper with Mr. T and Hogan, and I've never forgiven that shit for that. Right. <laughs> God damn it. No, never forgive him. All right, well, uh, let's let's move on now. Uh, you're, you're here in the Indies here in Colorado Springs. Yeah. Where, where are you hoping to go, man? Like uh, WWE? You looking AEW? You looking for Impact? You looking um, Japan? It's, Japan? It's, it's that's the that's the thousand dollar question, so to speak. Anybody that's a anybody and everybody that is a performer, we get asked that question, and it's my honest opinion and my honest answer is I I don't know I don't know where to go. I don't. I don't know. Um, what do you want? I want to be able to make a living with this. You get what I'm saying? That's that's the main goal. Whether it's AEW, New Japan, CMLL, AAA, WWE, Impact, anywhere that's going to give me a decent amount of residual pay to do this for a living, so I can maintain my home. You know, pay for. Uh, you know, maintain my kids, my wife, my dogs. You know, so anywhere. Because at the end of the day, it's a blessing. Well, ideally, if you could go wherever you wanted, where would you go? Ideally, um, everybody knows that I'm a big Bullet Club fan. I'm a big Fire this, Squad fan. This yeah, thing? yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You, you guys can't see it because you guys ain't got the camera. Y'all ain't cool enough. But we're over here too sweet and at this undisclosed location. That may or may not be an eye. But um, but yeah, I'm a I'm a big fan of the Bullet Club, hands down. The elite. Uh, granted, I'm a firing squad guy, so Tamatonga. If you guys are still hiring for the BC, for the OGBCs, Achilles is available, you know, and looking for a job. <laughs> and, and but um, much I, taller I, than Tokyo Pimp too. Yeah, and, and much taller <laughs> than Tokyo Pimps. But um, idealistically, I would love, I would love to dabble in what AEW is doing because they haven't done anything. Yes, it was a sneak peek with uh, all in. With all in. Now we got double or nothing coming. I'm friggin' stoked. Yeah. This is the most, as a mark, this is the most I've been stoked for years. All in changed everything. And most people don't understand the repercussions of that. Uh, they get called out. The I wouldn't say change everything because you don't change wrestling. Wrestling stays the same. As a mark, mm-hmm. as a fan, as much as we want, as much as we identify with the, with the heel, we always want the baby face to try out. There's a story to tell. There's a beginning, there's a middle, there's an end. You can't really change the wrestling. But what these guys did do is they changed the landscape of how we perceive the big leagues. Right. Agreed. Agreed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But they but- changed the landscape on the big league territories, dog. So it's not just WWE that's got to pick up their shit. You get what I'm saying? It's Impact. It's Ring of Honor. It's all these other bigger indie promotions that really have to pick up their shit because... AEW is changing that landscape. AEW is making big names instead of hiring big names. I'm talking about business-wise change everything because, okay, so WB is run by people that are rich 
blah blah blah. You can go off whatever. Silver spoon people. Yeah. Yeah, silver spoon people. But AEW is run by wrestlers for wrestlers. These wrestlers know without a shadow of a doubt before they even sign their contract that a their paycheck isn't going to bounce. B they're going to get their shit in. C they're going to get taken care of. If they're going to get hurt, they know that Cody isn't going to make them work hurt because he's had to work hurt. Exactly. And they don't have to worry about that. They're they're not going to have to worry about losing their spot just because they got hurt and get punished. Remember when Rollins Rollins ruined his knee? They punished him. Three years. Three years, and he barely just got it. Uh, even uh, uh, Finn Balor, they pushed the living shit out of him. And one he, injury. In one that injury. Was, that, I, I, to add to that, that was, the, that was the one time before the whole AEW thing that I was actually stoked as a mark. When Prince Devitt signed with the Performance Center. Yeah. Oh, Do you Jesus. get what I'm saying? Oh, but, um, I was, to add on to what yeah. you're saying, they're, they're doing all of this. But they're doing all of this just to be an alternative. Not competition. They're doing this to be an alternative, to give us, the viewer, the consumer, something else to watch. Right. Something else to love. Agreed. Because at the end of the day, whether you was a WCW guy or a WWE guy back in the early, in the mid-90s, you watched both products. Yeah. You yeah. watched both products, whether it was to slam one and, you know, to slander one and praise the other, you watched both products. Whether you hate to love one or you just downright love the other one, yep. you watched both products to see what they had to offer. Because sometimes, let's be real, even in the Attitude Era, some of these segments were boring. Oh, yeah. So you'd oh, flip yeah. the script and watch the alternative. That's what these guys in AEW are doing. Tuesday Night Dynamite. That's what's yeah. happening. That's what they have. You, got, you get what I'm saying? That's what these guys are doing. They're not trying to be competition. They're not. They're not doing anything of that along those lines which makes it a safe haven for performers because they don't have to compete with the guy that has a guaranteed spot Monday night on Monday night right for three hours yeah. they're not competing with another uh, two hour slot slot on Tuesdays even though that that two hour slot is going to get moved to Thursdays it doesn't matter they're it still going to get their shit in exactly they are an alternative a legitimate alternative to if I would have said myself if I would say so myself TNA would have uh, should have done years ago. They oh, years did. ago, they did mess Almost, up. They shit the bed on that. You know, you, yeah. you know why they shit the bed? They hired schmucks like fucking Hulk Hogan and Eric Bischoff, <laughs> knowing the track record. And I'm not taking anything. So if these guys are actually listening to this, Hulk Hogan, fuck you. I was an Ultimate Warrior guy anyway. Oh, me too. <laughs> me too. And me too. Eric Bischoff. Eric Bischoff has a world of knowledge to offer this business, but. He takes. His reputation precedes him. Did you watch the AEW episode, the uh, Being the Elite episode, where they've got, it was either Being Elite or Road to Double or Nothing, but they're interviewing Bischoff, and he's like, enjoy it while it lasts. I'm like, fuck you, man. Like, why would you say that to these guys? Like, you're not, they, these guys it's are one of those like, you. And, and, I, yeah. and, and I'll elaborate for him, because he's talking to the guys with AEW, under the impression that these guys are going to be competition. <laughs> if you're going to compete, you'll never, you'll never sink, you'll never swim, you'll sink every time. But if they, if they continue to do what they plan on doing, which is to be a rich alternative to what the mainstream product is, they're going to be afloat. They're going to be fine, and that's what I'm hoping for. Because these guys are going to give guys like myself an other opportunity, and that is. In fact, competition, giving us guys an opportunity at, at being great without having to reach those bright lights. Cool. You get what I'm saying? Absolutely. You know, we're bringing up AEW. Would you call it more of the savior of wrestling, the WCW of wrestling? Or, I mean, where would you put it in the spectrum of our timeline? I'd put them in their own spectrum. Okay. Reason why it's because it's a product that, we're, uh, that, that the fan is hyping up. It's a product that, yes, we have a, we have a kind of, sort of, of what could happen. And come the 25th, it's a kind of, sort of, of what's going what's gonna to happen. It's nothing definite. You get what I'm saying? When, you, when, you, when you're planning stuff out and you have that time in between planning, it's always going to go good because proper planning prevents piss poor performance. Piss poor performance. Oh, yeah. Piss oh, yeah. yeah. You get what I'm saying? best piece of advice I ever got was, like, the 99% planning. 1% effort. That's a fact. Huh. You get what I'm saying? But I think these guys are on their own spectrum because 
we're gassing these guys up. We're blowing smoke up their ass. Right. Because we want them to be. It's like, I'm going to put it this way. Haven't you, in your mind, overbooked the Royal Rumble? <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Every always. single time. The special what makes return. you think that we can't overbook AEW? You get what I'm saying? That's a good question. That's why I leave them off to their own until they actually are a thing. Because I can't go off as much as I want. My want is not what these guys are aiming for. They're the great hope, but we you got to be careful. They what we hope they for. they have the potential to be the great white hope in a sense. Yeah, but they can shit the bed also. Oh god, they yeah. could. They can yeah. shit the bed horribly to no record, to no avail. But us as optimistic fans, we overbook it because we'd rather be disappointed than have nothing at all. I like that. That's very true. Yeah, Does because, that make any sense? Yeah, because it's, I feel like... We'd rather overbook and be disappointed than have nothing at all. Right. Something to look for. And honestly, as fa- as wrestling fans, we're fucking spoiled. We're spoiled. Right now we are. As a, right right, now, right are. now is a great time to be a wrestling fan. It's the yeah. best rest time to be a wrestling fan. You know what I'm saying? You, you have everything. so many avenues to watch. You have New Japan, Ring of Honor. And Impact. These, Impact. GSW, it's all Major there with all this wrestling. territory. It's great to be a wrestling fan right now. Wow, glow but, even. <laughs> yeah. You get what I'm saying? Because yeah. women are doing their thing. Yeah. yeah. Women are doing their thing. And I was at this uh I was at this uh this uh, this show last Sunday and there was an intergender match and the women actually went just as hard or harder than the men in that match. Tarantula in, in Denver, man, that girl throws down. I love that girl. That's my homegirl. I love Tarantula. But Tarantula and Tyra Russo may get to get together. It's like a clusterfuck of lucha libre, strong style, regular wrestling, that bare knuckle shit. But it works. It works. Like that's they awesome. put on the best match. That's time that's you know what I mean because yeah. and that's like the prime example of making chicken salad out of chicken shit. Yeah, Tarantula will put you over. We're gonna tag you later on. <laughs> Tara. I better get some fucking brand new memes after tagging oh, you into yeah. this shit. We want some nudes. We want some <laughs> no memes. No nudes, no nudes. I'm married. No, just new memes. Memes. I'm a meme addict. <laughs> no, we just love you, girl. We just love you. Uh, now, uh, when, it, when, it comes to, when it comes to what's going on here in Colorado, mm-hmm. if someone wants to start out as a wrestler, let's say him and I are secretly working out constantly to become wrestlers. Hint, hint. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, um, where would we go? Who do we go talk to? First and foremost, go ahead and send uh, Jim Lucas uh, a private message and go to Empower- Empowerment uh, Wrestling Academy. You have what you need. You have a ring. You have a bunch of guys that are willing to teach you. Just go in there with an open mind. Don't go in there like Achilles did way back when and go in thinking that he's he's King Cock. You get what I'm saying? Because that was my attitude. I'm a kid from fucking Boston, Massachusetts. You get what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. You know, I'm a tough guy. I, at least I like to think so. Right. So when, some, when I believe somebody's pushing my buttons, I find that as a sign of disrespect. The teacher's preaching class like you're some kind of jerk. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it, but sometimes you have to take that as a grain of salt, with a grain of salt, humble yourself. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And then fucking proceed forward with what you really want to do. Is is your ego gonna get in the fucking way of you wanting to chase your greatness? And let's and let's be out there. Just because I said the word greatness, that doesn't mean we're pointing at the fucking sign after, uh, after you win the 30 minute yeah. No, your greatness yeah. is, is is defined by what you give it. If you performing a match is, your, is, is something for you to be great at, that is your greatness. Pursue that. Don't let your ego, don't let your ego get in the way of that. No, that's because good. if that's going to be... If that's gonna be if that's gonna be the the, the, the the if that's gonna be the story, you're not gonna make it too far in that book. You get what I'm saying? Your yeah. ego is gonna be just like a grudge. It's gonna drag you down like a stone. Exactly. exactly. It happen all the time. And I, and I remember a couple months ago, I'm at I'm at uh I'm at a show with Joey Kincaid. He used to be one of the the, the instructors for for NEW. But I went up to him as a man. I'm like, hey, I'm not talking to you as Achilles. I'm talking to you as so and so. You know, I want to go ahead and say I'm sorry. And I apologize for not coming into your school, your ring, and your classes without an open mind, without being this, that, and third. Because now I know everything that you preached to, uh, to preach to us, as much as an asshole and as a dick that you came off as, it was going to help me here. You have to constantly sit down and put that ego away. You have to have a little bit of an ego. Just to do anything in general. Yeah. Exactly. It's necessary. It's but- like... 
my shoot job, I'm a barber. You ask me, I'm the best barber in the state. You have to be. You're but I'll be the worst. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not gonna pitch myself and say that I'm the worst. But this is one of those businesses that it's just like bodybuilding, it's just like any combat sport, it doesn't love you back and there's always gonna be somebody better. Because he sat down, shut the fuck up, and listened to what was told, and he adapted and moved forward with what with what he was taught. Now on the subject of ego, man, who are you putting over in the state, man? We're here to talk about indie wrestling. I want to know who you think is uh, your favorite seer that you want to you want to put over, man. Uh, we have a match tomorrow. We'll be there. We have a match tomorrow, but you know the backstage clicks and stuff like that. Yeah. My brother from another, you know, Damian Malice. He, everybody else knows him as Champ. <laughs> <laughs> he is the Iron Iron Hills uh, Strong Style Champion. Um, Damian Malice. He is. Our backstage clique is Gabriel Alexander, myself, Damian Mallis. He is easily our Ric Flair. That's awesome. And we're Oli and Art. <laughs> or he's Roman and we're Seth and we're Seth and Dean. We're interchangeable. We're just as nuts. <laughs> right when it comes to that. But he is definitely that that focus point. This kid, this is this is a kid that you know, he loves his sport wholeheartedly. He got into wrestling. Because he loved wrestling. You get what I'm saying? He got into the Olympic style wrestling because he loved this kind of wrestling. Um, here's a kid that has less time in the business than I am, but he's already carrying a major strap in a company. So. I love that Mosh Pit Mike guy. Mosh Pit Mike is great. <laughs> Mosh Pit Mike, hey, Mosh Pit, if you're listening to this, you're my fucking Goomba. I've got his, uh, um, I've got his pin on my wrestling vest. Man. Yeah, I've got his um, pin. That's the coolest thing ever, man. But I'm not Probably. stopping at, I'm not stopping at Damien. Um, no, let's go. Keep going. Keep it uh, going. Delta Junior, mm. big brother. Delta Junior, hands down. He's he's the guy. He's one of the guys that makes yeah, that keeps me proud of wearing my mask. Um, they, they, those those two guys, those two guys, I'm putting over on this edition. Those are my two guys to put over here. Damien Malice, Delta Junior. You know, watch out for those guys. Um, I'll be super kicking them both soon. That's what I like hearing. Perfect. Can you <laughs> this one more time? So I'll be super kicking them soon. I, I love that. I just want you know, to super kick everything. Mass, right uh, little bruv, and I mean that because well, I'm older than you, little bruv, Damien. You got to pick on your little brother. You know, it's your job. You're the technical guy, and I'm the other guy. But tomorrow you're gonna taste. Uh, you're gonna taste my size ten and a half Nikes, G. <laughs> Beautiful. Now, you had mentioned earlier you didn't get much time to watch too much wrestling because you're busy kicking ass yeah. all the time. Uh, do you ever play uh, any video games or yes. wrestling video games? Yes. Have you, have you played Fire Pro Wrestling? Yes. Have you made I, yourself? Of course. Nice. I did, too. You're <laughs> online because I uploaded you. I mean, other people, too, I'm I, sure. I even have Wrestling Revolution on my phone. Oh, nice. Awesome. How you doing? Nice. Awesome. <laughs> nice. Um, hands down, if I were to pick a game that was my favorite, is the first SmackDown. Oh yeah, back with it the, was the first match. That one? That one? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Remember, remember, struggling so much just to get the finish. <laughs> and when SmackDown came back, it was just one fucking button. Yep. Oh lord, that and it was much more interactive. It was it was a great game all around, and it was it was the blueprint to what was to come when it came to wrestling games. Hands down, SmackDown. One of the first greats. Yeah. SmackDown with, you know, WrestleMania 2000. That was a good one. Or no Mercy. Tired. Oh, no, no Mercy. On, oh, God. That was like, we, 64? We actually, we actually 64. just re-got that on 64. That's awesome. A couple months ago, we were back home, and my cousin pulls out a 64, and my sister takes one look at it, and she's like, well, I guess we're going to a fucking video game store right now. We, <laughs> take, off, we take off, and like I find a ton of the wrestling games in like the dollar bin, and she throws down $50 from Mario Kart. We played that for 20 minutes and then it ended up just, just wrestling for like three hours straight and like paid a dollar for this. I told you not to. But <laughs> I told you not to. Fire Pro, God, the, the, it's, it's, it's a genius game. Uh, like, yeah, he's got you on there. Yeah. But, but even then. Because it's open source. So, I mean, yeah. you know, I, I've made you with best I could. I put you on there and other people are now downloading you. And it's just like people in Japan, people everywhere. Well, okay. It's hey, just awesome. thanks to the people at Fire Pro. Thank, thanks to my man Colin for making me first and fucking foremost. And thanks for the yeah. guys that probably at Fire Pro for keeping on downloading me shit. <laughs> I didn't know I was a success. <laughs> Top five wrestlers. Top five. Oh, wow. 
You got Why? five. You got five. We already know Sean and Eddie are there. Sean and Eddie, yes. Can, can we tie them up in places? Yes, one. All right, Sean and Eddie tied for first, hands down. Okay. Um, so that leads second through fourth, and these are these guys are interchangeable in no order. Uh, no order. Um, Dwayne, the way that that DJ. man, yeah, DJ. Most people call him the Rock, <laughs> but um, the way and, and the reason why I'll give you my five and the reasoning why. Let's hear. You already got the reasoning why, Sean and Eddie. Oh, yeah. Those are my guys, but. It wasn't so much because let's be real, The Rock can't fucking wrestle. The Rock wrestles as good as fucking Johnson. <laughs> Over again. You get what I'm saying? But the way he captivates a crowd, it's unparalleled. Unfucking parallel. Um, Hunter, Jess. You're going to put Hunter over? Damn. That's, yes. That's awesome. All right, let's hear it. Yes, as many people that bury Hunter, I'm putting them over. <laughs> because with no Hunter, there's no Rock. Yeah. He was the catalyst, and he was that 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 spark. There's no Xbox. There's there's no, no Degeneration X. No. He made a whole generation, really. There's no NXT. You get Undertaker wouldn't and, be the same today. And me being a cruiserweight, he made 205 Live watchable again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's, three. that's three. That's three. Uh, Ray. Beautiful. Ray. I wear a mask, and he's one of the reasons why I do so. How do you think he made it out of the Coliseum when he killed the Peros, the, the mall guy? I couldn't, he's in Mexico. I'm surprised he made it out of the locker room. You because think he's just over with the boys? You have, to, or just, you have to realize it's one of those things that any, anything can happen in the sport. And it was unfortunate that he took out Pedrito, you know. Um, I wouldn't put the blame completely on him. Because at the end of the he day... He was hurt already. Yeah, he because at, already. At, the, at the end of the day, Perro knew what he can and can't do. And Perro knew that this can happen. So I'm not putting the blame 100% on Ray. Because it shouldn't be on, no, on he's not Ray a stiff 100%. Worker. He's, he's always two people. No, he's not a stiff You get what I'm saying? But it's one of those things that it's, it's, it's subject to happen. You get what I'm saying? You can lose a limb. You can lose a life. You can lose something. But I can guarantee you, every time you step in that ring, you won't leave the same. Right, number four. Number four... Um, Penta. Nice. Ooh, dude, you're just nice. getting chills. It's like, like new the first time top. I saw him I, I, in Lucha I, Underground. Yeah, I love Penta from, from that first time. Yeah. The first time. I the and, first and now that time. I, now that I go, I'm, I feel like I identify my character identifies a lot with Pentagons because of my style. I'm no Phoenix, but but I'm theatrical. I have a lot of that charisma. I'll stop mid-match just to talk crap to the crowd. He's that style that I've always liked. You get what I'm saying? That. Definitely. But you slap a mask on it and put his badass gear, he looks that much badass. I, I didn't even see him wrestle. I just took one look at him. I'm like, that's the pony I'm putting all my money in. That's, that's, that's the guy. Uh, and, uh, Perfect and, uh, style. I've never seen that, anyone blend Japanese and Mexican together. Beautiful. As the way he does. It's and been he, done before, but not the way he does it. And he won't speak English. He is making me learn Spanish because yeah. I need to learn his promos. He doesn't have to and, speak, uh, speak English. And number five, I think he's very overlooked. Um, and this was just recently this year because uh, I've been watching a lot more of the indie stuff. Johnny Gimmick name. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Johnny Gimmick. Johnny Man. Impact, Johnny Blackcraft. I mean, Johnny easily Nitro, an HBK Johnny. of a different generation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's just so good that that just works against them. How are you so good to the point that that's not good for you? Right? How the hell are you that good Yo, that it doesn't work Almost in your makes favorite? it look lazy because it's you so smooth. You get what smooth. I'm saying? Yeah. Because, and, and honorable mentions, I love Randy, um, Tamatonga, um, anybody in the Samoan dynasty. I couldn't believe, and I felt like an idiot, we talked about this in the first uh, Indie Wrestling Podcast, was I couldn't believe I didn't know that Jeff Cobb was Matanza. I, I, how did I not How did I not? He looks that? taller when he's Matanza. He, look, <laughs> hey, he looks monster, like he six looks foot or seven he, foot. He, he looks about like six foot nine, yeah. all of 390 pounds. Definitely. Well, all right, so would you ever consider a, a death match? No. I like hearing that. No. It's not um, worth it. Not worth it. It's not that it's not worth it. They're very entertaining. It's just that it's not my style. Um, I'd rather tell a story than break a chair, uh, break a bulb over somebody's head. I like hearing that. What would be your booking fee on an average night? Is that something you'd share with us? 
Uh, it depends. Yeah. I charge anywhere from twenty to, to seventy bucks. Depends, you know. I mean, if I like if I like the promoter, I won't, I won't charge him anything because I don't do this for the money. I'm an established barber. I have my own brand of hair care products and stuff like that. I don't need the fucking money. That's awesome. I'm one of the I'm one of the guys that really truly does this and doesn't really expect to get paid because I know how this shit is. You know, um, I love this sport. You know, what I mean, I'm here taking time out of my day away from my kids to do something that has to do with wrestling because I love this. And we appreciate you, man. We really you know do appreciate that. It's it's one of those things that you really have to take the monetary value out of things to really appreciate them for the foundation of what they are. You get what I'm saying? It's beautiful. You get what I'm saying? You, you <laughs> yeah. start getting paid and you start asking for more. You start losing the love. And then it becomes a love for money. You don't love wrestling. You love the paycheck that comes with it. Right. You get what I'm saying? I love the wrestling aspect. I love getting punched in the face. I love telling a story. I love accidentally, on purpose, being in the right spot so you guys can take a perfect fucking picture. No, I love perfect. all of that. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> yep. And that is what drives me to keep putting my mask on, lacing my boots up, and keeping on going. You know, it's not the check. It's not the paycheck. Cause let's be real, we don't get paid a lot. How does someone find you online? Uh, you can find me at, at on Instagram Achilles underscore Luchador, and you can find me on Facebook Achilles Luchador, just like the just the way you guys found me. Um, yeah, through that, uh, through those two avenues. If you want to book me, go ahead and just DM me through low, uh, through those two avenues, and, uh, and I'll get you in contact with uh, with the person that that handles my bookings, and we'll go forward from there. Anything else you want to add, brother? You got plenty of time. Um, I, I'm surprised I didn't get the 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 the, 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 the dream match. Oh, the dream match, match question. I'm no, surprised. Let's the dream match. All right. Um, if I had it my way, my dream match would be triple threat match, Mania, myself, Eddie, Sean. Okay, are you trying to give me a bonus? <laughs> I, I'm not, but if it happens, I'll take it. <laughs> is there a ladder involved? <coughs> there can be. Is there is there a car with ridiculous hydraulics? Always a part of Eddie's entrance. <laughs> always, always. Dude, uh, like, but yeah, that would be that would be the, that would be the match. But stipulation is I can't go over. I don't want to go over. You get what I'm saying? These guys yeah. paved away from me. And I know it sounds cheesy and corny. I owe it to them to put them over in the grandest stage of them all if that were to happen. I would do anything for Eddie to still be alive. You get what I'm saying? So would I, but I, I, I want to be this generation, Jenny. I'm not, I'm not going to be because those are boots. Those are wrestling boots way too big to fill, but I can try my fucking best. But you got your own boots. Got to try it. I got, got my your own, own boots. boots. Right. That's a fact. That's a fact. One day and, someone's going to want to try and fill your boots, man. That's a fact. That's a fact. And, and, and there, is a, there is an Achilles mask that doesn't have a ponytail or a mohawk on it that has a junior on the back that my son wears. That's awesome. That is so, so cool. So that said, <laughs> that said, you there, might, him? there might be a sequel. He's three. But uh, I'm teaching him a couple things. Uh, for a three-year-old, my son has a mean head scissors. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> like Booker T head scissors? Like the no, he, he's actually a little oh, 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 I was thinking about, I was thinking about like, like a lucha head scissors. Oh, lucha head scissors. I was thinking Booker T doing scissors. Scissor kick. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, for a three-year-old, he's got a mean head scissors, and he likes it. I'm not going to push it on to him, but uh, if that's something that, uh, that he wants to do, I guess that means his dad's going to have to get a fucking ring. And train, uh, train, uh, Achilles Jr. himself, and that that would be a dream match. Achilles Jr. Awesome versus Achilles Senior. That would be sick. What was the last good pay per view you watched that really just blew your ass away? Uh, honestly, SmackDown's first iteration of No Way Out when uh when AJ won the title off of Dean. Okay. Oh. I am such a big AJ fan, oh, and I yeah. didn't put him in my top five because. There's a top five, and then there's phenomenal. That's AJ. Are you guys? Are you one of those guys popping in those uh, AJ makes his debut videos? <laughs> yes. That was but nice. I remember, I remember like yesterday when AJ debuted at the at the at the Rumble. Rumble. At the Rumble. I start screaming at the pot, top of my lungs. You Who know, is that? Who is that? And then. And my wife is like, my wife comes out the room like, babe, what the fuck? <laughs> and she sees AJ on WWE TV. She's like, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> well, I, I, there's a dent in my refrigerator because I super kicked my refrigerator out of excitement. <laughs> I super kicked a hole in my wall out of excitement. Um, and just to see him within the same year win the title because he's a guy that worked his ass, 
worked his ass and took the long way. They Very didn't care long. about him. They didn't I mean, care about him at first. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. He worked WCW, so hard. WCW, TNA. He took the long way to get to WWE. You know he's responsible for Kenny Omega still being in the business, right? Yep. Yep. Kenny was going to hang his boots up, and then he got the chance to do that bar wrestling with AJ. And it's in that documentary, if you watch it. Uh, or the, what was it? Uh, we watched it a while back. Uh, Omega Man. Omega Man, yeah. Like, they yeah. show that match. I'm, I'm very big on, on, on Kenny, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, he, that would oh, be yeah. a great dream match because he's just a fucking six-star six, six match machine. Yeah. Uh, he was born to do it. If I had chances to work people that I see on TV that I would love to work, I would love to work Jericho. Oh. I would love Why to work Jericho. My hero. My hero. And I don't think that I, I, I need an explanation, but... No. <laughs> it's the fact that this guy's 40-something years old. The fact that he keeps on reinventing himself and making himself relevant. Because one thing is making reinventing yourself, and one thing is reinventing yourself and saying relevant. Right. Right. Matt Hardy version 2 versus Broken Matt. One was reinvented, but one was beautiful. And exactly. One, you know, one gave, gave hope, and maybe kayfabe still exists. You get what I'm saying? It yeah. does in Japan. We bought, we bumped into Juice and Romero on the streets of uh, New Orleans. Oh, sweet. I asked to take a photo with him. He's like, I'd love to take a photo with you, Japanese kayfabe. We'll do it separate. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, just <laughs> whatever. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Japanese kayfabe is a thing because why do you think guys like Tamatonga do, uh, do, do uh, shoot the promos and act the way they are in real life opposed to you know, just not being dicks at all. Thank you. They have they have K Fan to live up to. You get what I'm saying? Uh, Tom is another guy that I would love to. I I hands down he run with the crowd saying that he's the smoothest guy in the game. Can't argue that one. Because there's Randy smooth and there's Tamatonga smooth. Yeah. It was like the way he just gl slides around the ring and stuff like that. It's like, bro, that's fucking sick. How do you feel about Cage? Brian Cage? Oh, yeah. About fucking time they put a major title on. Yep. About yep. fucking time. Brian Cage, for his size, shouldn't be as athletic as he is. No. Shouldn't be. Sweetheart, too. Amazing gentleman. I bumped into him at the uh, Supercard of Honor. Excuse and, uh, me, Mr. Weapon X. Yes, yeah. sir. Like, take a photo of you. You got it. Did the and, pose and everything. And his wife is hot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, yeah, Melissa. Yeah. Brian, I hope that doesn't hinder any chances of me <laughs> working a one on one. Hey, all he I'm it. saying is my wife's Hispanic too, and we got the same taste in women. I you doing? Yeah. <laughs> he knows it. Everyone else knows it. Yeah. Uh, just uh, hands off. Um, who's another incredible guy? Phoenix. Panthers, oh, yeah. Brother. Absolutely. They're shoot brothers too, aren't they? Yeah, they're shoot brothers. Yeah, they're shoot brothers. Um, Dude, his ability and talent is just insurmountable. He floats. Is it just me that, or he keeps on dropping my jaw every time I see him? Every single time they yep. go up. Like, it, I remember like when I first saw them on Lucha, and like, what was it? Wasn't there a Lucha Brothers on uh, WWE at the same time, or the or the, the Lucha Colognes, part, the, Yeah, the, the Colognes were doing. Yeah, the, yeah, the Matadors. Yeah, the Matadors. The and stupid Matadors. Yeah, <laughs> and, and as a Puerto Rican, that 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 watched their product when I lived in Puerto Rico with my dad for a little bit. It's a travesty seeing these guys get shame. It's a shame. They're colognes. Freaking go. They're colognes. You, you can't. It's not even the last name. It's like, and let's let's just nix the whole fucking generational thing. Okay. Because we've seen that, right? Mr. Perfect, right? Right. And the flabbergasment that is Curtis Axel. <laughs> yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. You yeah. will never. Phil Kurt Henning, uh, Kurt Henning senior shoot. No. Can't even give him the same name. It's no. so far off. You get what I'm saying? Um, the Rotunda Boys. Yeah. Sons of Haku. You know, you got fucking Tamatonga and, uh, and these guys. But the difference between these other guys and, and the Tongans, Tongaloa and Tamatonga are on a platform where they can establish themselves bigger than Haku ever was. Very true. You get what I'm saying? Right now, they got Gorillas of Destiny going on. Bullet Club. I mean, what more do you need? you know. Give me some. Bold. <laughs> you know, too sweet. Too sweet, baby. You get what I'm saying? It's it's just because mommy and daddy or grandpa and dad did this, that doesn't mean I can. You know. Unless you're Tessa Blanchard. Tessa Blanchard. Tessa Blanchard. Unless, you're, unless you're Tessa Blanchard, that's different. And she likes Hispanics too. She likes brown guys? Yeah, she, oh. she's with Dada. 
No shit. Really? Yeah. I did she not left know that. Ricochet for Dogger. I don't know what the what the rigmarole was, yeah. but I, I as soon as probably Ricochet said he wasn't Puerto Rican because he does look Puerto Rican. <laughs> as soon as he probably Ricochet said, hey, yeah, I'm not Puerto Rican. Like, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna go out with Dogger. <laughs> I love Dogger, man. He was so much fun in Lucha. Uh, he was here uh, a year or so ago. A year or so ago, and he, he's really good people still. Have you met Marty? The Moth? Yeah. Oh, Marty the Moth. Marty, if you're listening to this, you're my fucking Goomba. <laughs> I love Marty the Moth. He actually follows our podcast, man. He was the first wrestler to add us. Really? And he, he likes our photos. I'm like... Man, Marty, for some reason, loves me. I remember... Um, fun fact about Achilles. I was going to quit the business before I even had a chance to get into the business. Um... I had something happen. I was working stucco at the time, and I fell off of a 12-foot ladder with 80-something plus pounds of stucco on my shoulder. So I hurt my neck horribly. And uh, Marty talked to me on CSW, uh, CSW's first shows. I'm over here talking with Marty. This, they were talking like, why don't you just wrestle, bro? Wait until your neck heals. Get back in shape and wrestle. You have a good look. You know what I mean? I follow you. You get what I'm saying? Because at this point, he followed me. Just, uh, I talked to him at the first show, and then after that, we linked up again. You know, Why don't you just wrestle? And then uh, fast forward to last year, where Marty, uh, Marty the both came to work the CSW show. Yeah, I was there. And uh, I'm over here getting geared up, and he looks at me, and he's like, you know, for those of you that, that can't see me, I'm over here. Yeah. The up and down finger. You know, Marty's giving me the up and down finger, pointing there. He's like, so wait a minute, you're wrestling at the show. And he comes up to me and gives me a hug. Huh. And I told him, like, I, I'm one of those guys that I wear my heart on my sleeve and I give credit to where credit's due. You know what I'm saying? Had he not given me a couple of those words of wisdom and my buddy picked me up without telling me that he was going to pick me up, I wouldn't be wrestling. I wouldn't be on this podcast. You know what I'm saying? There's certain people that... I'll say that when they gave me the name and the mask, the concept of Achilles was 100% mine. This is how I wanted to be. This is how I want to do this. But everybody who's self-made can eat a dick. Because at some point in time, they had to have had help. Like for me, the guy that was my shoe-in to get me into CSW was Justin Big Guns Andrews. Hmm. You get what I'm saying? He was my shoe-in to get me into my... Bro, every month, at the top of the month, hey, big guns. He checked on you, didn't he? No, I checked on him. Oh. I kept on being persistent. You know, I kept on, hey, guns. It's the top of the month. I know you guys got a card coming up. If you need a guy, I'm literally a block away. And it just it, it went from me sending him those big-ass paragraphs and messages to I'm just a block away. You know what I'm saying? Next thing you know, I get a phone call, blow me, hold those fucking guns. I got a spot for you. I'm like, fuck yeah. Hell yeah. It's like it's a battle royal. It's not big. I'm like, I don't care. I just want to be on the show. Yeah. It's Absolutely. Gonna the, it's going to be the title of this podcast, Just a Block Away. Just a Block it. Away. I, I like it. it. You got know what I'm saying? We, 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 it is fitting. It is fitting because last year, my goal, my sole goal was to work myself to the point where I could work at CSW. And it happened. I worked at CSW last year and I was a staple there. You know what I'm saying? Which is awesome, and that's all thanks to Big Guns. But things like the concept of who Achilles is, that's all me. My, uh, my gear is inspired by certain things. My mask is inspired by certain things. People may give opinions, but the concept of Achilles is me. You know, and that's that's how we'd love to keep it. That's why we're here. You know, and it's, it's great. It's great because you stay true to yourself. You get guys like yourself and them. You, you guys think you guys are thankful for having me on the show? I'm that much more thankful for you guys having me on your show. No, that's, you know, because that's much appreciated, man. Because like we had some technical difficulties. We yeah, thought gonna, we thought you were gonna get fed up, man. Like, we couldn't believe that. Nah, happened, uh, people, people learn quick. I'll say it's like I'm loud, obnoxious, but people, the people that do know me know I'm a company man. You know what I'm saying? I do what the company, what, what I, what the company thinks is right, whether whether it's right or wrong. You know, because it's not my fucking job to say that this is right, this is wrong. It's my job to do what I'm told. You get what I'm saying? And in the military, you tend, you tend to you tend to do that because it's what you're told. I grew up in it, I understand. You get what I'm saying? So that said, you know, if I had it my way, you know, if I would do one thing to change the landscape of independent wrestling here in Colorado, I'd have all the promotions work alongside each other. 
I agree because they, because need, they need to work together. They need to work together the way CSW and Iron Hills do. Yeah, like 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 I said earlier in the, in this interview, it's it's a it's bullshit at the fact that we're not considered a wrestling state having so many promotions, so many wrestling schools. If I had it my way, you know, I'd be I'd be hosting CSW. You know, invades Primo's Wrestling or Primo's Wrestling invades Iron Hills. Shows like that that really will get you going because who wouldn't want to see a fucking filter versus Anyone. Justin Andrews at Iron yeah. Hills or filter versus Chewy Martinez at Iron Hills or Austin Logan versus Achilles. I'd want to see all of that. Yeah, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. At Iron Hills or. Or even better, Austin Logan versus Achilles at Nuera, which is his home. You get what I'm saying? Who wouldn't want to see Vanity Inc. against the Party Pirate Punks? <laughs> yeah. Make it happen, guys. Make it happen. If you're listening, you get what I'm saying? If you're listening, it, make it, it happen. Exactly. If you guys are listening to this, this is one of you guys' workers. I love everybody that's in this community. Let's make this happen, bro. We we work too damn hard to be shunned out by these schmucks that say that we're not a wrestling state. Let's prove these motherfuckers that we are, man. It's a great way to end it, man. Let's it prove is. it. Let's prove it. It is. Life, love, it. and wrestling, right? Life, love, yeah. and wrestling. Yeah. Hell yeah. Man, life, love, and wrestling. For those that don't speak English, life, love, and lucha libre. <laughs> <laughs> we, we can't t- thank you enough for being on the podcast, man. Like I said, I thank you guys that much more for having me on here. Thank well, you, man. We'll see you tomorrow, yeah, we'll, too. We'll see you tomorrow night. Definitely see you guys tomorrow night. Yeah, this will be on uh, by tonight, brother. We'll talk okay. to you later. Oh yeah.